Hello, this is Katalin. I'm Trish. And I am Carol. Welcome to our Connect, Inspire, Create live broadcast and podcast connecting women from around the globe. Well, hello. It is lovely to join you both. Welcome to everybody who is listening to this episode, episode nine of our podcast. Look how far we've come, ladies. I know we only do this twice a month. And so um, I think we can be proud because, you know, divide that into only doing two episodes a month. We're on episode nine. And today we're going to come and talk to you about adapting to change with less worry and freedom through time blocking, protecting your schedule for things that matter most to you. So Trish and Kathleen are joining me from opposite sides of the globe. I am coming to you from Bonaire in the Caribbean, way down south, part of the ABC Islands. Trish, you are coming to us from snowy where? Lakeside, Montana. I am so jealous you've already been swimming today, Carol. It's literally snowing here today. Well, it's still pretty. I bet you it's pretty. Beautiful. It's nice, fresh, white snow. And Kathleen is joining us from? Lisbon. And today is not sunny, which is very strange because we always have more than 300 days of sun here. But today is windy and okay. gray. All right. Well, I guess we're all actually in winter, even though we're in different parts of the globe. Trish, when I was just was thinking, if we, you know, winter activities, I mean, what are some things that you love to do? What are you doing now with your winter to get you outside and enjoy? Well, we ended up in Montana for a reason. Joel used to work at Glacier National Park when he was young. And so you definitely get all the seasons here, except a little bit of summer. That's the drawback, not as much summer. We go cross country skiing. We love hiking. We take the paddle boards out. Um, it's probably the most activity we've ever had, and we're in our 50s now, so yeah, we love the outdoors. Isn't that lovely mm -hmm. to move and live somewhere that keeps you active? I think that's so important. Kathleen, how about you? What activities are taking up your time winter in Portugal? As you say, most of the time the weather's actually pretty good. Yes, and also we end up here for a reason, just like Trish and Joel yeah. and Montana, right? We always wanted to live on the beach. So this is, we go walking and running and Alex goes surfing, which I don't do, but I started practicing yoga on the beach. And this is pretty much things that you can do in the summer, in the winter, through the whole year in Portugal. That's fabulous. Yeah, that's and I have to say I am very fortunate to be on the ocean at the moment, um, getting to swim, getting to go scuba diving. I, we've only managed to get three dives in, but they've been, the reefs are looking amazing. I think there's been a lot of healing, you know, with not having the cruise ships coming in. Um, so the, the fish are out and about and it's, it's been wonderful. We've been sailing. And then instead of doing my yoga with Kathleen, I've been swimming and I just swim around the boat a high and full of times every morning. And that's been my exercise. And I've, I've got to stock up on it because I know when I get back to New Mexico and the snow, then I tend to come inside. But um, so I know that ladies, we all, um, I mean, this has been part of 2020 and 2021 as we go into it, that it's very fresh on our minds, trying to adapt to change with less worry 
And Catlin, I know that's a field that you cover um, in many elements, many aspects of your business. Catlin is a yoga instructor and runs different courses. And you can find her at um, yogawithcatlin.com is the new website. Is that correct? The shorter version? Yes, it's, it leads to the main one. Right. Um, so I'd love for you to share with us, Catalin, just some of your tools and tips that um, how you adapt to change or what do you recommend for our listeners on how to do that? Well, thank you, Carol. I, I indeed collected some tips for the listeners. And before I start, I would like to tell what helps me. Even though nothing is as con constant as change, normally change makes us feel uncomfortable and it, and it threatens sometimes. And in these uncertain times, it is good to have a ritual because daily rituals gives you the feeling that you are in control, that you are safe. And this is, this is my most important day of the part of the day, my morning ritual and my afternoon ritual, because I know it doesn't matter what happens. I have my safe time with myself, which I, enjoy a lot then sometimes i think we tend to see everything black and white and in these phases we should examine our thoughts and if this seems difficult then we can try breathing slowly in and out because breathing is our anchor to the present moment and um, and the point of, of power is always in the present moment so when we tend to see everything black and white then we are in the future or in the past which is an illusion right life is here and now and breathing exercises and meditation helps us to stay in the present moment my next tip is humor i once read in a book don't take life too seriously because you can never get get out of it alive and this is so true we are just traveling through this we are just crossing a bridge right we have to enjoy it and it doesn't matter what we think it will happen or already happened to us. There is always hope and there is always a way to see things differently or to find, see, to see um, opportunity in change rather than a monster to fear, right? Let's see sport outdoors and sport activity. Beyond physical health, there are many neurological benefits, psychological benefits. It improves social skills and it improves even the problem solving skills. So from health to happiness, to education and society, sport and moving outdoors matters. 
And even through this lockdown, there are ways to go out, even if that's just a long walk, right? But beyond the on the fresh air outside and move. So let's see. I think these were, were my most important tips for adapting to change without worrying too much. Now, I would like to know what helps you, Carol, to adapt to change. Well, I really value what you've just shared with our audience. I think those um, all are just worth writing down and you know certainly looking into which ones resonate with you but i do look for the positives in a situation is important i do this look at the worst case scenario the best case scenario and then look at the middle and try and bring myself back to that middle because so many times it's 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 neither of the best or the worst and if it is the best how wonderful let's celebrate so, and then some of the resilience skills I think are important. I keep working on building my resilience skills, things like not mind reading so that you're not going down a negative because you've presumed that something is happening that is not as bad as it's going to be. And then I'm flexible. I actually, there's an element of change that actually excites me. So I, I enjoy change. Okay. And you are staying in balance when when you say you are you are looking the worst case and the best case, right? You are balancing yourself naturally out, which is so important. How do, how about you, Trish? What helps you? Well, I think it's a great subject, and I I was taking some notes here. I I love what both of you have said, and interestingly, it kind of ties into the subject I'll talk about with time blocking, but Carol, your idea of a center and finding a center, I think is excellent. And then I know that I try to surround myself when things feel challenging, when there's a big transition um, during the pandemic, you know, I go to my familiarity, the people, I actually seem to lean on the people that have the skills I don't have. I seem to lean on, and I think we all do that to some degree. You know, we find that person that's our sounding board. Humor though, humor would be, I wrote that down. And, and the irony of the situation, Joel and I seem to find the humor when things get tough, we start laughing about the ironies of things. And that gives us a little more um, familiarity um, and less fear and uncertainty. Mm -hmm. Well, I mm -hmm. hope that our listeners find some some tips in this all because there, there is a lot to help us adapt to change, I think, with less worry. And I know the second part of our discussion on this episode, we wanted to talk about finding freedom through time blocking and just protecting your schedule for things that matter most to you and taking care of yourself. And Trish, I know that this is a field that you have done a lot of work in. I'd love for you to share with our listeners some tips and ideas um, on how you find the freedom or how you encourage them to find the freedom with time blocking. Definitely. And from some of the conversations that the three of us have had prior to this, we were discussing that um, resistance when you hear the phrase time blocking is probably one of the most common feelings that people have. 
And since I, I work with clients on common issues like distraction, improving their focus, um, one of the first things we do is look at their values. So when we, if the listeners and if, if we could kind of think of maybe what our three top priorities are right now in life, whether it be our significant other, our children, our family, our faith, and then those would be our top values. And then from there, the step that I take, and I really try to practice it with myself, and it's not easy, but um, we can call it day theming. We can call it task batching. It all just sounds not fun, but really it does, Carol, like you said, it brings freedom. So I emphasize to my clients that um, time blocking or day theming, whether it's having that morning ritual of coffee, of sitting and watching the sunrise, taking a swim like you did this morning, Carol, you know, easing into our day. If that's our ritual, we make time for that. And most of the clients that end up with me are in a point in their lives where they don't feel that they have any balance. They're not eating right. They might be making great money, but they're not taking breaks. They're not getting proper rest. So with this time blocking, I try to say it's freedom. It might sound like a constraint, but it's freedom. And I'm going to show you guys. I know our listeners won't see it, but I use this on the Winter Boost group where, and it's my own handwriting, but at one end we have your, your strength. And at the other end of the spectrum, we have pain. And Carol, you said it really nicely that somewhere in the middle is our center. So I feel like throughout our lives, we're kind of trying to find that center. And that's where if we can schedule some things that help us control our days a little bit better, then we're likely to reach our goals. Even if our goal is to retire early, you know, how do we look at our days and make sure we're really following a path? And the freedom part of time blocking is that we can change it daily. We get to choose. Maybe Tuesdays and Thursdays we have coffee and maybe Wednesdays and Fridays I go skiing with Joel. <laughs> so we get to choose. But the point is we don't lose track. Like Catalin so nicely said, we don't lose track of our here and now and making sure that we are enjoying it. But now I want to know what you guys think. How do you guys plan your days and um, where does that work for you? How do you, how do you manage your days? Um, Catalin. Thank you, Trish, for sharing all these valuable tips. Well, to be honest, I plan my day, yes, definitely, but I don't block the time, maybe because I am the person, I just react like most of your clients, but I, my freedom in planning my day is to choose, depending on my mood, on what unexpected things are coming in my day and I'm choosing freely how I get to the end of my to-do list. But I start to start, I start to start, I try to start with the biggest point from my list in the morning. Gotcha. That's smart. That's smart, I think. Mm. It's fun, fun to see how people manage their days and still arrive at a positive, you know, feeling accomplished for the day. Carol, how does it look for you? I know you're, you're very productive. 
I am using a new concept. So that's one of the things I keep changing different ways, but at the moment, this is what's working for me. So I use Evernote to make a list. I call them my, it's my daily list. And I just dump things down on Evernote. And this morning I decided that I discovered, as I love discovering new things on tools, that I can record on Evernote and I can dictate to Evernote. But I have categories and I color code them. I've got five categories that include personal time. It includes working for my clients. It includes admin and marketing. And I color code those and put those blocks on the first day of the week, Monday. And I think a little bit like Catalan, I like to go with how do I feel today? And I only do that on the Monday. And then I, when Tuesday morning and I come to work, I will drag those blocks into where I think, depending on my mood and my energy, what do I feel like working on? But the reason to connect it to Evernote is I can then go and look at the five things that I have in admin or marketing and say, hmm, okay, today I'm going to work on this one. So I'm not actually putting the task into my calendar, but I'm putting the, the overarching project. And mm-hmm. uh, that has been working for me. So I have commitments to clients. And so when I know that I've got five things to do for clients, I can pick which one I'm going to do. And then I just move it to Tuesday and I move it to Wednesday and I have other things that are blocking my calendar. So I know when it can be there and when it can't, when I need to go swimming or diving and it can't be there. <laughs> but yeah, so that's been working for me at the moment. But I absolutely hear you, Trish. I mean, we it's not all about work either. It's valuing ourselves and our self-care. And then, as you said, picking the three top priorities is who and what is important to us and then that is what we must be making time for because if we complain afterwards and say we don't have time for the ones we love or we don't have time for sport we don't have time for yoga then something needs to change in our schedule yes well said that's really mm, well said mm. i think carol so i think you know my takeaway is that from our lovely conversation with both of you thank you for sharing your wisdom with our listeners but from Catelyn, the daily rituals i resonate with that you know having a morning and an evening ritual it also helps when traveling you know once we all get back mm-hmm. to being able to travel again it grounds you when you still do whether it be your meditation first thing in the morning, journaling, Trish, I know you like to read with your coffee. You're keeping those with you um, is, is, is important. And you know, keeping yourself in the present moment, I think that we are all reading Brene Brown's book um, and you know the vulnerability, but it's also just being present in the moment that is just you know so helpful because we do. We stress if we worry too much and what's gone is gone. Yes. And if I could add one thing real quickly, Carol and Catalan, what I loved from what I heard from each of you is it shows me the um, the differences, the, the real, I mean, very different lives and yet the ability to manage them well. So it can look so different to different mm-hmm. people. But and I, I love to see that. Mm-hmm. I think it's important to realize that we do need to time block in some fashion that works for us because if we don't, then you know, we lose our time and it, it goes, it's gone. And so um, what my takeaway from Trish, what you shared with us would be the, you know, looking at what are our three top priorities? What are our values that matter? And then going after them. You know, let's, let's carve in that Definitely. time and go after them, um, you know, and enjoy that process as we've also discussed and not just the outcome. 
but but going after that. So thank you everybody for listening to us. And I am excited that we'll be back in two weeks time. We actually have a guest joining us for our next session. And that is Mary Kate Gulick, who is going to be sharing with us about mindset blocks, four mindset blocks that keep entrepreneurs from putting themselves out there with content creation. And I'm sure that's going to resonate with many of you. And she's going to share how to overcome them. So I hope that you will join us. Just as a reminder, we would love for you to subscribe to our podcast and leave us a review. That would be super. And we really would appreciate it. We'd just love to hear from you. We'd love to connect with you and know who's listening to us. And to make life easy, you can listen to us on your favorite channel but you can find all of those grouped together on our website for our podcast. And that is connectinspirecreate.com. And you can head over there and just pick where you prefer to listen. So lovely ladies, thank you for joining me today. And I hope Good that to you see have a lovely you. Thank you. And here you. in Portugal. And I hope that you might venture out in the snow, Trish. And I will see you both soon.